I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call. And as the introductory song puts it so well, we do say ahoy to you, all of those of you who are... We think about those who live close to the sea. Uh, sometimes our program is heard in island areas. All we think about down in the Caribbean. We think about out in the Pacific. Uh, wherever you're listening from, island or landlubber or whoever you are, I'm just thankful that you're there. In the book of Psalms, Psalm chapter 18, I'm going to read verse 29. And uh, Brother Mon going to take and talk about something that would relate to the military and also sports. You said, no more of those sea stories, Brother Mon. Oh, not for not. Not for a while. Sometimes people say, Brother Mon, you said you're wearing this nautical thing out. Well, that was a part of my life. I'm just an old converted fisherman. So as we say so many times, here from the banks of the Bon Secours River, the southernmost part of the state of Alabama, the office and ministry building, Fishers of Mid Ministries International. It's my blessing to be with Hey, by the way, if you would like to correspond with us, if you have access to that computer, that keyboard, it's just F O M M dot O-R-G, F-O-M-M, period, O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us. You can kind of look around and see something. Leave us a note and let us know. If you'd like to correspond with us by mail, we usually leave just a uh, few seconds there for the announcer to give you an address whereby you can correspond with us. And if not, you call the station. They'll tell you exactly how to get in touch with us. Thank you for the letters. Thank you for the email. Thank you for the prayers. Psalm chapter 18. The statement is made here by, of course, David. David is a great warrior. Uh, David, it seems as if even though he was he was a king, he was constantly at war. The enemies were, uh, of God was constantly on his back. And here, here's the time he says something like this. Goal should bring us great encouragement. He said, for by thee I have run through a troop. And what's that? He said, by thee, or of course by God, with God's help I have run through a troop. Now, what's that? A troop. What's a troop? A company, a multitude, a body of soldiers, infantry, regiment, cavalry. You know, here's hundreds of people coming his way. And they're going to take his life and the lives of those of his friends and fellow warriors. And what did he say? He did. He said, for by thee, I've run through it. He just ran through them. How did he run through them without getting killed? I don't know the power of God. He not only was able to do that, but he said, and by my God. Okay, with God's help, he said, I have leaped over a wall. Now, what is that? Not only ran through enemy lines, but then jumped over the walls, my friend, right into their camp and for God to give victory. He just went over literal. And of course, back in David's day, we think about here the Middle East, we think about Palestine, you know, we think about all the little cities, little dwarfs and towns. Uh, they had, uh, they were encircled with a wall and uh, if inside that wall was the enemies of God, David just said he would just, with the Lord's help, leap over a wall. Now, 
What has that got to do with us today? Oh, we live thousands of years on this side of that. Leaping over a wall, God could help him to leap over a wall physically? You know, could not I say spiritually? Every day there are walls that come in front of us. Every day there are circumstances that come our way that we must go over. Uh, Do you understand what I'm talking about? Many a circumstance has come my way. And it seems as if it was the devil. And someone said something like this. You can, the test of a man is what does it take to stop him? Uh, the, a wall so high, you know, when you run, you just run right into it. And you just fall down, defeated as a child of God. I don't want to be that way. Well, David said here, his Lord helped him to leap over a wall. So let's talk about some walls here just for a few minutes. I have a friend of mine who is an ex I hate to say that like that. He's an ex-pole vaulter. Uh, He himself broke some records in the state of Ohio as far as pole vaulting is concerned, and then went on to Indiana State University and broke some more records there. He was a pole vaulter. Do you know what pole vaulting is? There's this guy, he has this long pole in his hand and runs as fast as he can run. And he sticks the end of the pole down in the ground and with the other end of the pole, with his hands hanging on to it, he uses the pole to lift himself up off the ground and then up toward a horizontal bar. And with his feet in there, he goes over that bar, then down on the ground. And uh, there, I think the record is this. The world record is 20 foot and two inches by a Russian and uh, broke all that. No one's, no one's broke that record since. You said, well, what do you say that far? You know, the Christian is somewhat like that. You know, we have to run the race for the Lord, do we not? We run the race with patience. As we run from God, or run for God, we better not run from God. As we run for God, uh, steadfast, run in the race. My friend, there are times that walls, we would say hurdles, are in front of us that we just must go over, and you can with God's help. David said here in the Old Testament, and by my God, I have leaped over a wall. If David could do it, a physical wall, more so in this age because we have the Spirit of God on the inside of us, the very power of God, lift us up over every situation that might come. you got to go over these walls, my friend, of defeat. Let me just mention just a few of them. There's the wall of temptation. You know, the writer in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 said that's a common wall. It's common to all of us. Every man faces temptation. But I tell you, I'll be honest with you. One day I'd like to face the last one. But with these temptations that come our way, there's a promise in the Bible that the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. He said there is a way to escape, my friend, to the extent that you can, instead of the temptation knocking you down, you can go over it. The writer in Psalm 18 says, and by my God, I have leaped over the wall. Temptation, one of these days, we face it the last time. Until that time, oh, don't let the wall of temptation stare you in the face and then laugh at you as you run into it. Let's let all that old pole of grace, so to speak, like the old pole vaulter, let's let it lift us off the ground, over the wall of temptation, land safely on victory side. What about the wall of discouragement and disappointment? I've been there. You said, Brother Mon, you've been discouraged? Well, of course I have. Now, I, I don't know that like some people. And uh, maybe the right circumstance has not come my way. 
I have a pastor friend of mine. He was riding home after a meeting with his wife. And unbeknownst to him, of course, riding along the edge of the water and uh, along the canal area before long, I don't know exactly what happened there, his car wound up in the water. He couldn't get his wife out. Her seatbelt had her hung in, and he couldn't get her out. And my friend, he had to crawl out of that thing. His wife drowned, my friend. I mean, this is a pastor, and his wife now is gone. His wife is drowned, you know. And you talk about discouragement and defeat. You talk about a burden that hung over somebody. I don't know, but he got over it. You said he got over it to the extent that, my friend, God give him the grace to keep on keeping on. You never get over something like that, so to speak. But the grace of God can help you to scale the wall of discouragement to where it doesn't knock you down and the devil laugh there in your face. Many people were discouraged in the Bible. Moses got so discouraged to not only did he want to die himself, he was going to ask the Lord to kill all of God's people. I mean, all the people he was trying to help, he was, just, he was going to ask the Lord to kill them all. You said what? discouraged and just disgusted. Abraham got discouraged. God made him a promise and there's no fulfillment. So Abraham tries to go fulfill it himself, you know, and makes a big mess out of things. Elijah got discouraged. Was all the prophets discouraged? My mentor of the Bible, Simon Peter, he got discouraged, found himself in a situation where he even denied the Lord. Discouragement is there. There's a way over discouraging, that discouraging wall. David said, and by my God, I have leaped over a wall. The grace of God can lift you up and bring you over circumstances, my friend, otherwise take you to the ground. The wall of discouragement burdens defeat. By my God, I have leaped over a wall. Then there's the wall of worldly influence. Let me just mention it quickly. I must confess, sometimes the world does have an influence on this preacher. Uh, you say, well, shame on you. Well, cannot I be human being also? And not, not, not saying something to excuse, but I find myself sometimes thinking somewhat like those in the world would think. Worldly influence. I'm looking forward to the time <clears throat> that I can take and be brought completely out of this world. But until that time, I have to ask the Lord, Lord, please help me now not to love this world I don't want to be the enemy of God. Help me to get over this wall of worldly influence, this influence that is a hold of me now. I want to go over that wall like David. David said, and by my God, I have leaped over a wall. Then there's a wall of pain and suffering and, of course, disease and death. There's an appointment for this preacher. To be honest, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm thankful I'm ready. Preparation has been made. I've got an insurance policy that was issued me by the Holy Ghost in 1966. It's when I was saved. Yes, but my flesh rebels at the thought of a death-killing disease. And unless the Lord, you know, it is to come back, my friend, I'm going to face that. That's a wall I must go over, but I'm glad, my friend, that Jesus conquered the grave. All oh, that old pole vaulting pole of grace as we run for God with a pole in the ground, lifting the grace of God, lifting us up in the air over that bar, my friend, all the way out of this world, I will go as death's door is opened. I'm glad, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil. One day, I'll have to go over that wall. But I'm hoping for 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel, the trump of God. The dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together. My friend, I'm looking forward to the big hop all the way out, caught up together within the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And the response to that is this, verse 18, wherefore comfort one another with these words. One day, we're going to go all the way out. One day, we'll be able to stand before God and say, by my God, I have leaped over a wall, the wall of sin and death and pain and suffering, leaving the corruptible into a land of incorruption, leaving the mortal into a land to possess immorality. Immortality. I better stay away from that word. And we think about immortality. You said, what is immortality, preacher? Immortality is to where I have a body then that will never die. How about it? I'm looking forward. Are you? I'm looking forward to making the big hop. Do you know Jesus as your Savior? Oh, my friend, we're mortal beings here. How in the world am I going to have immortality (laughs) if I don't know the immortal one, Jesus? Oh, I'm glad. You know, they say that a pole vaulter, if he has the wrong pole, if he has a pole, it's not trustworthy. I mean, he runs as fast as he can with a pole down in the ground, and then he lifts himself up, and the pole just splits in half. Then he falls down in the pit. His pole has broke. Oh, the only thing that's going to get you off this planet is the grace of God. That's Jesus. Are you trusting him? I'm looking forward to one day making the big hop. Until next week, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.